The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Deal or no deal, CFL edition week 13 with the BC Lions at the Montreal Alouettes. BC's favored on the road by three and a half without naming their starting quarterback. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. To wind up week 13 in the Canadian Football League, the Calgary Stampeders visit the Edmonton Elks Saturday night. Calgary's favored by 10. Deal or no deal? No deal here. No deal. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of a Football Friday. I can't tell you how excited I am. And the biggest reason is the guest that we're going to bring in here in moments, our director of scouting, two-time Grey Cup champion, Craig Smith. He'll be with us right away. And the beautiful thing about Craig is he's a fabulous person. And I know he's listening right now. Smitty, I think I just want to call you and talk more than anything. But we're going to talk ball, NFL, CFL, NCAA, U Sports. He can talk about it all. This has been his life. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith. We do have news on the eve of the Banjo Bowl in the Canadian Football League. It's nothing, um, well, it's major, but it's not. Let me just say, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Saskatchewan Rough Riders stand together. This has come from the Blue Bombers, a statement today. In remembering and honoring the victims of the horrific tragedy that took place in James Smith Cree Nation and the village of Weldon, Saskatchewan. Both teams will wear special commemorative stickers on their helmets during Saturday's game, and a moment of silence will be held prior to kickoff. The stickers will bear the letters JSCN for James Smith Cree Nation in red, the color of healing in Cree culture. So just the Bombers just continue to do all the right things. Congratulations to them and the Riders for doing this as we go into a massive football weekend. Let's bring in our director of scouting, Craig Smith, and I'll tell everybody that we had our uh, our NFL Network's data science expert, Cynthia Freedom, last hour. Smitty, we got, them all. we got all the greats today. Nice to see you, partner. Well, good, good How are you? Well, you know, I've been better, but I've got a lot of issues. But I still have my brain, and I still watch a lot of football. So, and hey, how about, how about Cynthia? Is she something? It's just incredible. It's just you love watching her on the NFL Network and what she brings and just the knowledge that she has. It's incredible. <coughs> Yeah, she has a trem- just a tremendous and positive vibe about her that I love. Yeah. It just makes you want to watch um, NFL football. So, listen, man, where do you want to start? I don't know where you want. I'll tell you where, we'll, if you don't mind. CFL first, because that's your league. <clears throat> BC Lions at Montreal tonight. Are you surprised that Vernon Adams doesn't get the start at quarterback for no. the BC Lions 10 days after they acquired him in a trade. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not. I, I know that, like, I listened to a podcast, and Neil was on there, and, and he had mentioned something about Pipkin taking all the, all the reps, so I figured Pipkin was going to be the guy. And, uh, you know, it'll take a little while for Vernon. I'm, I'm concerned about Vernon and his injuries, you know, that he's had, and hopefully he's healthy, and I'm sure, they, you know, they would check it out. But... Uh, 
Uh, that's a concern with me, but, uh, you know, Pipkin will be the guy, and who knows if if he's not effective. Pipkin is, is one of those uh, quarterbacks, he's... he's he can be inconsistent. He he shows flashes. He has all the tools. And how many times have we said that about a quarterback? And uh, uh, you know, so if if he's ineffective, maybe Vernon will get in there. And it'll be interesting to see how Vernon goes because there's another guy. He's he's talented, but he can also be a little inconsistent. It's a tough thing, you know, playing quarterback in our league. So uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm looking forward to this weekend. I'm looking forward to uh, the sport. You name it. The NFL, college. Alabama, Texas, holy cow. I think I saw the line on my Crimson Tide against my good buddy Steve Sarkeesian's Longhorns. It's like 14 points, maybe 20 points. Something just ridiculous. It might be 20 points. Alabama favored going into Austin. But anyways, we'll get to that. That's the thing. We, Smitty, you're with me for 40 minutes today, correct? Am I not? Am I right on that? I can be here, yeah. yeah well, okay, how, because how it seems like the time... Well, it just goes by far too long. Do you have Jasper with you today, by the way, your dog, your friend's dog, Jasper, or no? No, it's, it's another one. It's our neighbor's dog, and, and uh, yeah, Hallie, uh, she, we take care of that one, too. So, I mean, we, we kind of take care of the dogs, and they love coming over, So and we love having them. It's, it's helped me a great deal, you know? Oh, absolutely. Pets are so important. And here's the thing. I, have, I said this last week. I'll say it again. I don't wear rider stuff on this show because not because I'm anti-rider. It's because I'm pro-CFL. We have a lot of viewers in Winnipeg and Sask, of course, and we're going to get to that game, the Banjo Bowl, in a second. But we got a ton in BC on Telesoptic Cable and a ton in Quebec on East Lincoln Videotron and Rogers. So I just I want to spend just a little more time on this game tonight, sort of yeah. in the form of a pregame show. Montreal and BC. Uh, I saw Neil Mack, or who was it? Somebody said, no, it was Rick Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, saying Antonio will start, but he anticipates seeing V.A. Mm-hmm. at some point in the football game tonight. Do you, I think you got to get him on the field at some point. Can you imagine how motivated he would be going in there? Oh, big time fired up, that's for sure. I mean, he uh, going to <clears throat> where he had uh, had some success and, and uh, going in to play them, I, man, he, he would definitely be a fired-up uh, quarterback to get in there, and hopefully he does. It would be very neat to see. That uh, that team is an incredible team this year. I mean, Warwick was, I don't know that I ever saw something like that, the way he was, his pinpoint passing. And even my wife, when we were watching games, uh, she would go, man, did you see that throw? You know, just, just such a neat thing to see. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens tonight. It'll be uh, It'll be quite interesting. Well, I should mention, there is a triple header on Saturday, and it yeah. begins with Toronto at Ottawa. The Argos are favored by two with our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Is Ottawa turning the corner, yeah. Smitty? What do you see? Yeah, what do you see there? Absolutely. You know, I went back and looked at the schedule, and, you know, they played Winnipeg tough to start with, you know, when they had Mazzoli. Mazzoli, uh, I think he played four games, but, they, you know, they had trouble winning. But uh, they still were in a lot of these games, and I think the last couple couple weeks they've had better quarterbacking. And uh, you, you know me, I I know all those guys. I know Lapo. I know Benny. I know Dice. And those guys are excellent coaches. And you know they they'll find a way to get it done. And I truly believe that they're on the rise. And they're going to be. Uh, <laughs> I, I texted Tina, uh, uh, Paul's wife, and I said, you know what? You're not far from first place right now. So, you know that that'll be a very interesting game. And you know Toronto, geez. 
up and down and some some games they, they look like world beaters and uh, during the game and in the same game they you know they won't so uh, it'll be interesting to see how they go where's that where's that game again where is it in uh, Toronto in Ottawa in it's in Ottawa, Ottawa. <clears throat> so <clears throat> let's let's get her going let's see what happens but I really truly believe Ottawa's uh, on the rise well one more on this one from Kevin Hughes he's a buddy of mine in Alberta He's a BC Lions fan. He's a medium. Okay, Smitty. He speaks to the dead, or in his term, people that have passed over to the other side. He says, hey, Rod, take this one to the bank. Your favorite medium says BC Lions over Montreal tonight. And from viewer Andrew, he says, I will take Rick Campbell over Danny Machocha in this coaching matchup. But I think, I know... And I don't know where the bulk of our viewers are. It used to be Sask and Winnipeg, but then for a time it was Alberta. So but they're all CFL fans. We all want to talk about the Banjo Bowl. <laughs> Winnipeg's favored by seven and a half. You've worked for both teams. So I can't imagine you have a rooting interest in this game, or do you? Not really. I mean, uh, you know, I have friends all over the place, and, you know, I kind of root for people. And, like even when I went to do the NFL training camps, when they when I went in there and they treated me so well, I kind of cheered for them. Obviously, Vikings are my team, but uh, you know I I, uh, I I I like I like I like seeing some good football. And, and uh, I gotta mention about Saskatchewan. You know, a lot of people. I, I, you know, when I when I was in in the, the game, I never ever listened to, to the, the shows after the games and stuff like that. But I've been listening to a little bit of that, and uh, people were really slamming the Riders. You know, the Riders, when they first started the first couple of games, they were playing pretty darn good. And Fajardo, and, and, and then they ran into some injuries with Dan, Dan uh, the center, uh, going and Fajardo. You could tell Fajardo just wasn't right. And when you're not right, it's different, especially with his ability to get out. And you remember that first game, he had a run on the sideline, uh, you know, showing some damn good mobility. Well, he, 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 the last couple games, he's been getting better. I'm not saying that they're going to go to the Grey Cup, but I, I, I think that they're better than a lot of people give him credit for. Um... Your record is what you are, and they're 6-6, and and if they lose on Saturday, they're below 500. I keep going back to 2013, and you tell me if that's even Uh. fair. You were on that team. Dominic Picard, the center, the tackles, Xavier Fulton and Ben Heenan, and the guards, Brennan Labatt, and I can't remember the right guard. Uh, I should, and it's escaping me, but I just think you lose your center in an important season like this. It's inexcusable that your whole season would go down the toilet. And that's what yeah. seems to have happened. Uh, the fans don't want to hear about injuries. Yeah. You understand that. That's part of the game. And, and you know, you, you take Logan Bandy, who is just his second year, and all of a sudden he's, he's going to be the center. It's a pretty difficult situation for him to be in. And uh, 2013, that was uh, – we went into the Banjo Bowl, and uh, I, I'll never forget it. I was on the sideline. I couldn't – first off, I couldn't believe how loud it was. And we got our butts kicked by a team that was, I think, one and one and seven. You know, Darian came out of there. I remember going to the bus afterwards and seeing Darian limp to the the car, car, the bus because he was uh, having such a trouble, uh, having trouble from from the game. You know, so you never know what's going to happen. But uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, this, it, it's a big, it's a big game for for Saskatchewan more so, I would think. But the way they can win is they have to play. Almost perfect football, and that's the way I thought going into last week is 
turnovers and penalties can kill you. You know what's happened with the Riders this year and the penalties. It's just been unbelievable. And, of course, what happened last year, penalties hurt them, uh, you know, some turnovers. Um, we'll see if they can play. And protecting Cody. I mean, the, the, the game that they lost to BC, they gave up seven sacks. And, and this, this, is, uh, this is something that they definitely have to do is protect your quarterback. You can win if you got a good quarterback. There's no toys about it. You look in the NFL. A lot of teams, I don't think they even have a chance to go to the Super Bowl or win because they don't have that quarterback. And it starts with the quarterback. Obviously, there's so many different things. And then you got to protect that. you got to protect your multi-million dollar up in the NFL. Not necessarily here, but you got to protect that, that quarterback. So <clears throat> very much going to be interesting tomorrow to see what happens. Um, you know, it's sold out. It's, it's loud there. I've been on sidelines uh, during the game and I, you know, it, it, it's a loud place to play and uh, yeah, it, it should be a, a, a fun time. I think it's going to be an awesome game. And again, Bombers favored by 7.5. This is a huge game. And I, and I want to move on because we have so many yeah. viewers in Alberta. We do, we do them the respect of mm -hmm. the Stamps Elks game. But I just got to ask you about Garrett Marino. Will it be a case of addition by subtraction for Saskatchewan, you think, to have this headache gone? Or how do you think this impacts this game? Personally, I think it will help. Um, it's so funny because a couple of years ago when he first came into the league, I, somebody asked me, who, who should they were going to the game, and I said, who should I be watching? And I told them, you know, a receiver. Uh, and, and then I said, Garrett Marino. I mean, I, that, that I, you know, I saw training camp, I saw this kid, and I thought, man, this kid is going to be a good player. Well, boy, sure, things w turned. And, uh, but the distraction of that, uh, you know, I think it'll probably be a good thing. I think they'll come together and, and uh, you know, play for the green and white. And uh, it's, uh, it's a tough situation. I don't think Randy had to put out that, that memo. I think most of the teams probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't jump on him, but uh, you never know. You never know in this game. <laughs> Expect the unexpected, mm -hmm. particularly in the CFL, but it's not much different than the other leagues. Uh, your take on Calgary at Edmonton, I'm sure you're not into the betting line, but I'll just no. say the Stamps are favored by 10. Yeah. It's a pretty good indication of how that game might go. Um, your thoughts? Well, I think Calgary's been pretty strong, and, and Mayer is doing a pretty darn good job. And Edmonton has been a lot better. There's no doubt about that. Um, and uh, the quarterbacking is key. You know, what's going to happen behind the center for, for Edmonton? Are, you know, are they going to get some good good quarterbacking uh, or, or, or not? And uh, I, I think that uh, 10 may be a little much, you know, uh, playing Well, I, there hasn't been very many fans in Commonwealth. Uh, so, uh, but I, I, I can see Calgary uh, coming through and, and winning that one. Do you see Edmonton getting better well, on a week-to-week -week basis? Well, they have. I thought they have, you know, and, and, and I'm not the biggest Chris Jones fan. He's the one who, who released me, <laughs> got, got me out of Saskatchewan. So, but uh, I, I really respect his, uh, his ability to, uh, to, to coach uh, defense. And, uh, you know, he's a damn good coach. And, you know, he'll get it going. Uh, I don't know how, how far quarterbacking is is the critical thing will he get a quarterback that uh, that can you know take him he had one in mike riley when they won the great cup in edmonton and and uh 
But yeah, I I I think they're getting better. You know, I think their 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 defense. You can still see some of the defensive things that they do. Uh, you know, during during a game, and it's you can it's Chris Jones written all over them, and and uh, and it's sometimes it's very difficult. It's like Echeverry. You remember when I was uh, an offensive coach with BC, and we would go play Echeverry in Saskatchewan. Everything was kind of thrown out the window because of what he did. You know, the seven up, the eight ball, all these things at the line of scrimmage, and you never knew who was coming. So, I mean, it was a, it was a thing to prepare for, and I think you know Jones had done that in the past so uh, they're getting better we are going to take a time out some of the viewers uh, well all the viewers have comments randy from winnipeg says what does everyone think of three games on a saturday for the cfl um andrew says edmonton's due for a home win um john ohm in winnipeg ohm says let's move on from marino Please. Uh, you know us, Johnny. We do the talking, you do the watching. That's how it goes. Um, and he's got thoughts on Chris Jones. When we come back, college football, both Canada and University, uh, Canada and the United States, more CFL and National Football League, too. It's such an honor to have our director of scouting, Craig Smith, with us. On the way, the inventor of the Banjo Bowl, too, Troy Westwood. It's a football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus TV, listening at rodpeterson.com and WQEE 99.1 FM in Metro Atlanta, your home of Southern Sports and Talk. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sunny in some portions of South Florida, but not where I uh, reside. <laughs> this football Friday, as you're going to see in seconds. Big football weekend. The fall is for football. Last weekend, Canada West kicked off. This weekend, NFL kicking off. And joining us to talk about it, our director of scouting, Craig Smith. On the way, Troy Westwood, the inventor of the Banjo Bowl, goes back to 2003. <coughs> Smitty, before we get into the X's and O's talk of all the leagues, I follow everything that you do and say on social media. 
uh, and you've been all over America covering the National Football League as a scout. Did I see you say that South Florida is your favorite region of this it, country? It's it's one of them. You know, you know, I have I, I have some heart. Like we we had a, a place in in Texas, nothing spectacular. It was seven miles from the Mexican border, so I like Texas too. But Florida, if I if I had uh, the opportunity to do it again. Florida would be a place. I mean, Kathy and I, we've, we've traveled extensively in Florida. And that, I had heard you say that you were uh, right by the stadium. You, you live right by the stadium. What a great area that is. I remember I, I mm-hmm. scouted a bowl game there. Marshall was playing Northern Illinois. And, uh, and before that, we took, kind of took a drive around the area. And holy cow, just beautiful. Just a beautiful area. I, I, loved, I loved going to Florida and, and uh, you know, all the different areas. I mean, it's not just that area. I mean, we went all over the place. We went down to the Keys, Sanibel Islands. Kathy's one of fav- her favorite spots. And Marco Island and, of course, Tampa. How can you not love Tampa? Orlando, <clears throat> up in Jacksonville, really, really nice, and, and uh, not so much. We haven't been so well. We we've been to uh, Pensacola Beach, which is the top of the of the state, and Florida's a fantastic place. I'll tell you something. Started going down there uh, way way back when I first started doing it. I mean, Adam Rita sent me down to uh, do the XFL, and they had training camp there. So I went to or- or- Orlando. And then over the years, it just was like, holy cow, just the, the amount of traffic. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, I don't know, it seemed like to me it exploded, but uh, just a great place. And, and you know what? I don't mind what's happening right now and behind you. I mean, I, I, you know, that, that, that makes everything all nice and everything like that. And, and uh, that'll be done, and you'll be, you'll be in the sun again, and that, that's such a great oh, area. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, have been you, a nice reprieve. Have you, uh, <laughs> are you a seafood guy? Of course, I like everything. Billy's Billy Stone Crab, that's one place. That is a fantastic place. Just Google it. Uh, Kathy and I have been there. We sat on a table right by the water, and the boats are going by. Just fantastic. And of course, the other one is Joe's Crab Shack in in South Beach. Fantastic stuff. The Hockey Club podcast watching in Tallahassee says North Florida is the best part. <laughs> hey, it's all great. It's like comparing pizza and ice cream. Stacy Champagne writes in from Access World Headquarters and says, Hope you're all doing great, Rod Scott. We are, Stacy. Thank you. Um, and from Jeff in Winnipeg, he says, I love seeing Smitty's posts on Facebook of all the traveling he did for the NFL, CFL, etc. Um, we should spend a second because we are Canada's daytime sports talk show on three games tonight in Canada West. It's Calgary at Regina. Rams pulling off a huge upset at Manitoba last week, and the Bisons are at Alberta tonight. Saskatchewan Huskies are home to the UBC Thunderbirds. It'll be a full house at Griffith Stadium. Any of those games stick out to you more than others uh, in Canada West football, Smitty? I love them all, and I'll be watching them. I have I bought the Canada West pack, and you, I, you know you get the the uh, iPads uh, all all in a row. And just like last week, I, I saw Dupes and Dunk uh, with the call last week, and it was uh, to me it was quite a surprise. And not that the Regina, they should have won more games last year than they did. They were in, in, in Leeds. They beat Calgary last year. and, and uh, But that, that'll be a neat one to see what happens with regards to Regina and Calgary. Calgary just... Saskatchewan, man, Nias, Nias just... Uh, I know Perry. Perry and I have gone for lunch, and you know his, his son is just lighting it up, and Saskatchewan looks like they could be... 
going to the venue again, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do. And and uh, Alberta, you know, they've they've turned the corner. They, they they're they're going to be better. They they, they were better. <clears throat> and uh, you know, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Manitoba kind of beat themselves. They. Uh, you know they had uh, they they turnovers all these kind of stuff. You know they're they're uh, I think they'll be better too. So I'm really looking forward to tonight. All of them are going to be pretty darn good. Okay, from our viewers and by the way, storm rolling in here. I think the connection's still good, but I this was unexpected. This storm down here right now. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says regarding the seafood talk, he goes, I may have to do a Joey's only run tonight. <laughs> it's now Joey's, Joey's, uh, Joey's Fish Shack after a rebrand during the pandemic, and I think they're going to come on board with this show. i got to ask you something on the NFL, because you follow that so darn closely, Smitty. Just give me your take on this one important game, the Buccaneers at the Cowboys and all the stuff that's been flung at Tom Brady. You know I'm a Cowboys fan. You're the Vikings fan. I'm worried. I'm worried because I never bet against Tom, but it's my team he's playing. What do you see happening Sunday night at America's Stadium? Well, the big thing for me is to see how Tom is protected. You know, they've lost a couple of key pieces on that offensive line, and he needs, you know, he needs protection. He he ain't going to be running out of the pocket and, and, you know, saving his butt. So that's a critical thing. If if they can protect them, I think that uh, you know Tampa will be will be good, and I think Tampa could be back in the Super Bowl again. But it all depends on protection. You know, they still have a, a lot of the pieces that are there, uh, and you know the thing is, I've got a good friend that's a quarterback coach in, in Dallas and in Doug Nussmeyer, and I, I you know wherever he goes, I cheer for him, and um, you know I I I, I, I like. I wasn't a real big cowboy fan before, but you know, I mean, you know, they've got some, they've got some pieces, but you know, getting that offensive line hurt, that the, the tackle, um, you know, that that's a critical thing, and you know, you don't want your your tackle. You, you want well, they, they've got uh, Jason Peters that have has come in there, so we'll see how he's he's old though, but we'll see how he does. But well. Wow. They've got they've got pieces. Yeah, out of necessity. Yeah. Out of necessity. Yeah, they got him. But I got to ask you this. All of football, because you've worked across all the leagues. I saw a criticism of the Cowboys with this. They said you got two coordinators, Kellen Moore on offense and Dan Quinn on defense, who want to be head coaches. So their head isn't being successful mm-hmm. where they are. Mm-hmm. And I thought, everybody in football wants to move up. That's just mm-hmm. grasping for something to poke crap at. But you know that. It seems like everybody wants the job that is up the ladder from what they have in that business. Well, I'll tell you, I, I think that's a silly comment because anybody that's in the NFL and they've got a job, they do the job, and you, would, you wouldn't believe how many hours that those guys are putting in. And, and, you know, they're full bore on what they're doing. Kellen Moore is the offensive coordinator. Quinn is the defense coordinator. He had opportunities. Quinn did have possibly to go to be the head coach. He stayed there. Those guys are full bore on, on being where they're at. Whatever happens, happens after. You know, do good work and, and things will, will happen. Take care of the job in front of you. Yep. Right? Guys, uh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to ask Smitty for his Super Bowl pick and favorites, and then I'm going <laughs> to put the camera on him. I just got to have to move some stuff around here because this storm moving in <laughs> here is rather unscheduled, and it's making me a little nervous. So, Smitty, uh, as we are one game into the NFL regular season, who are your picks to represent the NFC and the AFC? Well, before yesterday's game, I, I thought the Buffalo Bills would be uh, the team that was going to represent 
Um, you know, they were so darn good last year, and that game against Kansas City was incredible, and they lost that one. How many seconds were left, before, and, 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 you know, Mahomes drove them down, and, I mean, they had that game won, and, you know, uh, Davis uh, just he exploded in that game. They've got, they've got so much, and then <clears throat> you watched last night, and holy moly, just, just a dominating performance in L.A. against a darn good team. Uh, I can see them being Super Bowl champs for the finally. I would love to say my Vikings, but I, I don't think so. I'm looking forward to seeing what O'Connell can do. But, uh, you know, as a Viking fan, it's really hard for me to say this, but uh, quarterbacks are, are, are the big thing, right? And I said that how many times? And, and uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is still, until until something happens, uh, you know, and, and he, I know that he lost a Adams. But, uh, man, he's so, so good, and it kills me, uh, you know, because I'm a, a Viking fan. But uh, I could see that, see what happens. If, if Like I said, if they can protect uh, uh, Brady, I could see them going, too. It, it's, it's, it's so tough so early, you know. It's a very difficult thing. Of course. Well, quite interesting. Last hour, I think you saw the interview with Christina Freeland, mm -hmm. or Cynthia Freeland here on the program. I'm looking at my cousin. Christina from Medicine Hat writing in. Um, she said the Vikings analytically could surprise. Mm. Uh, so your, your take on that and also, <laughs> how, yeah, how, how big of a believer are you in analytics as a football guy? Well, I don't know what goes into it. You know, I, I don't know specifics, but, you know, there's obviously something to it. And, uh, I, like, I love listening to Cynthia and, and stuff that she brings and, and, and you know, uh, breaking things down with regards to stats and stuff like that. But you got to play the game. And, uh, you know, the Vikings have some weapons. I mean, they have two unbelievable receivers, uh, uh, a running back that's pretty, pretty damn good. And as long as he stays healthy, and that's the other thing, stay healthy, I think they've helped out with the offensive line, their defense, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, the, 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 Cynthia may, uh, mentioned it before. This, this year was, was weird because they had the three preseason games. <clears throat> when I used to go scout, that third preseason game was not very good for the Canadian Football League because a lot of the starters would play. I remember going to New England at Gillette Stadium and Brady went into the fourth quarter in the third third game and it was like oh man I wanted to see some other you know that type of thing so now it's a little different now a lot of the starters they went and they had more combined practices than I've ever seen and a lot of the starters would do that they would they would get reps in that so uh, a lot of starters they didn't play in, in that and and I think uh, it, I think it, uh, it I think it, it, it will uh, hamper for a little bit but uh, you know they analytics there's something to it I think you have to combine it and you know you know coaches they sit down and they break down the film first and ten what do they do second all that kind of stuff so and then they come with the game plan what works against this it's, it's a it's a fascinating thing and, and the amount of time well, that they put in is incredible it's a great tool it's a great tool mm -hmm. we only got a couple minutes left here Troy Westwood moving in next but um, just tell the story real quickly in a minute and I might have to cut you off if we run out of yeah, time no but problem. Corey Sheets you found him down here in Miami on the Dolphins practice roster goes on to set a great cup record hell of a story yeah I mean I, I saw him in, in camp and I watched and I looked and I went wow and then I talked to the you know the Miami guys and they said well you know who knows he 
not sure if he's going to make it. <clears throat> yeah, and and you know, again, I, I I've I, I've never been the guy to make the decisions. I, it's always you lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink, right? So he was one of the guys that you know that I put forth, and and uh, Corey was just a heck of a back for us, and and. <laughs> Uh, I'll never forget in the Grey Cup when uh, uh, Durant fumbled, and the ball didn't fly into Picard's hands; it flew into to uh, Corey's hands. And he, he I think, hands, yeah. yeah, I think that was the uh, the biggest gain that day, or something like that. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty special. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the thing that what people don't understand, I don't think, is that these guys are physical freaks. Oh. Like I'm six three, as you know, and yeah. Sheets' his legs are as long as mine. He's yeah. got this tiny little torso and really long, powerful legs, and it worked for him as a ball carrier in pro yeah. football. Smitty, you're the best. Great to see you. I hope we can do this again soon. Sure. Uh, and my best to Kathy, the best yeah. girl around, yeah. and enjoy the football this weekend. Appreciate it. Thanks for much. And, uh, yeah, hey, have some fun down there. That's a great area. Absolutely, we are. They're our director of scouting, Craig Smith, joining us. I almost said the best chick around, and I thought that might not be appropriate. The nice girl around. Troy Westwood next. Sports update coming up, too. It's a football Friday on Game Plus Television. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, here we go, everybody, on a massive weekend for football. As we've said many times, fall is for football. Week two in Canada West football, week one in the National Football League, week two of the NCAA, week 14 in the CFL. And I'm going to open this up right now if we can bring him in. Troy Westwood, I'm going to tell you right now, Troy, I appreciate you. And frankly, I love you. I'll say it so much. 18 seasons with the Blue Bombers, multiple All-Star in the Canadian Football League. And dude, dude, I'm checking your Wikipedia right now. It has on here the inventor of the Banjo Bowl. So what's going through you this weekend here uh, with this game? All your namesake in a way. What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? What are you feeling? First of all, brother, I got to comment on your surroundings again. I don't know where the hell you are, but every time I happen to see you, there's freaking palm trees around you right like just holy smackers man life is good boca raton florida boca raton specifically that's it's well deserved brother but this this is always a fun week man you know in the grocery store in a lineup and looking over to left or right and you see a couple folks there standing in rider jerseys and just kind of wiggle the eyebrows at them and a smile back or in traffic looking over and sure as heck there'll be somebody there from Saskatchewan just uh, the glances back and forth and the little statements uh, one of my very favorite weeks of the year and just an absolute honor and pleasure to have played a small role in it 
<laughs> You're funny. A small role. Listen, here's from Troy's Wikipedia. Folks, go look it up. It says, Troy Westwood is known for stirring things up off-field. He's tried his hand to professional boxing and tap dancing, had a public feud with Ed Fillion. He's arguably most known for his tongue-in-cheek insult of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders fans by calling them banjo-picking inbreds. And there's more, but that's the... Was it 2003? Because, Troy, there's a lot of people that don't even know how this started. You know that, right? It's been going so <laughs> yeah. long. People don't yeah. even know. I, I honestly, I do not recall what year it was. And actually, when I made the statement, when I first called the fans of in Saskatchewan, Banjo Pickett Inbreds, that, that went over without even a... That wasn't even noticed or recognized. It was nothing. It was the apology... I was apologizing to the fantastic people of Saskatchewan. I never should have called them banjo picking inbreds. The vast majority of people there have no clue how to play the banjo. That's what got all the attention, right? So, yeah. But, you know, with my my mom's family being from Saskatchewan and and, uh, my dad and uncles always going to the Labor Day games for me as a kid, watching. uh, And when the Bombers, you know, for a while there in the East and the West, in the East and the West, and just watching the my favorite rivalry as a kid, watching it sort of dissipate and lose a bunch of the oomph that it had. I always felt it was my duty, especially with my mom's family being from Saskatchewan. It was always kind of my duty to stoke the fire as much as I could. Well, I'll tell you what, um, I can guarantee you that the Riders organization has always had a problem with the moniker. And even this current regime apparently has gone out of their way to try and get it stopped. And I'm like, you guys... Lighten up. Lighten up. Take a joke. But anyways, so it's sold out. So before we talk about the matchup, do you take some pride in this? I guess you kind of just said that. You should. Well, I'm independently wealthy now, and I've I've been told by (laughs) Wade Miller that there's some consideration of a bronze statue going up beside Bud Grant. So it's it's turned out well for me. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just, you know what it feels like, man, when uh, the Labor Day game comes around and then with this – fantastic back-to-back situation it's like a a warm blanket that kind of goes around me for one week of the year where just you know just to be a part of it and to see and uh to see each year that goes by that the rivalry is good and strong and and you know people were the exact same people manitobans and saskatchewan's obvious or folks from saskatchewan obviously so just to see the what is my favorite rivalry and seeing everybody have so much fun with it and now, thank goodness, uh, for a while now, we've had the game on a Saturday, right? So people can come in a little early on Friday, absolutely go bananas on Saturday, and hopefully recover uh, quickly enough to get back into Saskatchewan sometime Sunday. It's just uh, a, a fantastic, fun festival of, of football, man. It's great. Well, bravo, and it's going to be fantastic again. Like I said, another sellout. Now, you played for the Bombers. You covered them. A lot of nasty kicks to the Nards that franchise took for a long time. Now they're delivering the kicks to the Nards. So how's that feel? It's so cool. I was joking around with some friends uh, last week that there's going to be an entire generation of Bomber fans that'll be like, there was a drought, right? What drought? What are you guys yep. talking about? Yeah. Like a, you know, <laughs> a couple of generations of 30 years there of, of hardship for Bomber fans, Bomber players, a bunch of losers walking around like, Milt Stiegel and Doug Brown that never won the the Great Cup, and now it's like Great Cup, yeah, they just fall out of the sky. So it's great, you know, I just love it, man. What the Canadian Mafia with uh, Miller, Walters, and O'Shea, what they've accomplished, and 
And it's just, uh, they're on track now, man. It might go back to back to back. Like, holy smackers, they're looking strong. And it's just what they've created, RP. You have to, even if, even if you can't stand the bombers, you got to tip your cap to what they're doing. Well, buddy, Wade's always been great to me. Even when he played, he's been great to me. And uh, Richie Hall is like family. And obviously, O'Shea doesn't seem like a warm and fuzzy guy, but I know he does things the right way, <laughs> right? So you can't take anything away from what they've done. So having said all of that, what do you think happens on Saturday in this game? Well, I see that the the Bombers on a five-game winning streak against the Riders, and they've only allowed the Riders an average of 13 points per game during that run. And uh, the Bombers, they I tell you the biggest difference, if the game's going to be close, RP, like it was last week, and the Bombers uh, thus far this season have been in eight games decided by a uh, touchdown or less. And what is helping them to pull it out of the fire and what is seems to be the kryptonite for those in green and white comes down to discipline, right? The, the Bombers are putting themselves in position to capture victories in close games. And one of the great assets they have in that is their level of discipline and not giving games away, allowing the other team across the field there to make mistakes, whatever it might be, get those flags tossed around the field. And it just gives a great advantage that seems to come down at crunch time, really seems to be an asset that weighs those close games in their favor. So I don't think this game is going to be as close as uh, last week. I am predicting the Bombers win by 15. And But uh, that whole thing of discipline, RP, and what the Bombers are able to do under the leadership of Mike O'Shea and everybody being in the same mindset and just playing super high-level disciplined football, it is one of the great assets of this organization right now. They might be stronger this year than they've been the last two, and that's a scary feeling for other teams, I would think. Arlen Bruce third writes in, he says, I played in the Banjo Bowl twice. It feels like NFL training camp mixed with spring ball and an exhibition game all in one. Wow. Yeah, it is special. It is. Nobody can wait until kickoff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Troy, what's the update on you? How you doing, brother? Doing fantastically, man. Uh, we, have, we have a fantastic uh, job. Our family's happy and healthy. My son's 14 year old, years old. I, I coach he and a great group of young men uh, for soccer, and we're just loving and enjoying life, my friend. Looks like you might be spending a little time in the gym. Am I correct on that? Forever till death, brother. Five days a week, and it's just it's uh, you know it's a healthy addiction, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good for you, man. Keep it up. Enjoy the game. Appreciate the time, as always. Always a pleasure, brother. All the very best to you. The inventor of the banjo bowl. If we didn't cover it well enough here, insert Troy Westwood. Google. All you need to know is there. One final segment of the week coming up next. We call it Overtime and Viewer Takeover. I'd love to know what you have to say heading into this second weekend of September. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, live streaming on YouTube daily. And also, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
All right, here we go. It is the final uh, segment of the week. It's called Overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home not only for the National Football League, UFC, but also the Banjo Bowl, too. Why not watch it in a group? That's always fun. <laughs> uh, I'm just checking the comments here. Mark Frank, where is he? Mark Frank, he says, uh, where is Mark? Okotoks, Alberta, he's watching. He says, Rod, paint your fence. It's usually, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Maybe that would be a good weekend project. You never know what I might find back there, like another piss bottle. Remember that last week, guys? How about that? From Troy, sorry, from Metal Shingle Guy in Regina, he says, did Troy Westwood ever win a Grey Cup, or was his 18 years part of the drought? Are you trolling? Do you not know that? Do the math, dude. Or look up Wikipedia. No, he never won a Grey Cup. Anybody who played in Winnipeg between 1991 and 2018 never won a Grey Cup, and he was right in there. Played in a few. That's why I'm talking about the kicks to the Nards, which reminds me, by the way, Robin is watching in Prince Albert, and uh, he says, haven't used that or haven't heard that term since high school. Nards. He goes, did he just say kicking the Nards? LOL. Haven't heard that since junior high school. Love it. Hashtag retro. Well, you can always count on me to bring up 80s sayings. Um, now the comments are just getting goofy. So I'm going to get into a sports update on this Friday. The Toronto Blue Jays open a three-game series in Texas tonight. The Jays have won eight of their last ten games, while the Rangers have dropped nine of ten. Ross Stripling will take the mound for Toronto. Dane Dunning gets the start for the Rangers. And the Atlanta Braves, of course, our favorite National League team. They open a series where at Seattle tonight as they conclude a road trip. Those Braves in contention for the NL Eastern lead. As we said off the top, wouldn't it be something if the Blue Jays and Braves met in the World Series? Could happen. Major League Baseball is set to announce a pitch clock and limits on defensive shifts next season in an effort to shorten games and increase offense. The sport's 11-man competition committee is set to adopt the rule changes today, mandating a pitch clock that will count down 15 seconds with no runners on base and 20 seconds with runners. Now you got me thinking about the fence. I don't own it. So I would have to probably get permission to paint the fence. I get it. Or I could just position the camera in another way. But I don't own the fence. You get it, right? The Vancouver Whitecaps will be without their leading scorer for the rest of the month after Major League Soccer's disciplinary committee handed Lucas Cavallini a four-game suspension and an undisclosed fine this week. The Canadian international received a red card for stepping on an opponent's head in Vancouver's 3-0 loss to Nashville on August 27th. You can't do that? The Montreal Alouettes host the BC Lions in the lone game on tonight's Canadian Football League schedule. Former Alouettes quarterback Antonio Pipkin will get the start for the Lions against his old team. He'll be backed up by Vernon Adams, another former Alouette whom BC acquired from Montreal last week in exchange for a first-round draft pick. 
Haven't you loved all the CFL talk today? I would hope you have. And I should mention for our viewers, look at all these markets that are just revved up here heading into the fall. Winnipeg, home of Capital Ford. Regina, home of Capital GMC, Capital Ford. Calgary, home to Capital GMC. Same thing for Edmonton. You're buying a vehicle this fall, you probably are. Make Capital your number one choice to do that. This sports update, though, by the way, is brought to you by Dark Horse Bets. It's Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live stream horse races right to you. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. Also for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tap Drive Through, the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. We got four minutes here, which is actually an eternity in television time, but not in radio time. And I guess in some markets we are airing on the radio, soon to be more. Here's one. Jeff the Stamps fan says, who would argue if you wanted to paint their fence? You'd be surprised. Way, way back. 20, uh, almost 30 years ago, living in Saskatoon, I was renting there, cleaned out the entire yard, and wanted a discount off my rent, and the landlord's like, I didn't ask you to do that. So at that point, I'm like, why would I do any yard work in a house that I don't own? Does that make sense? Bingo! But you have all... Met now Britt, if you were watching, Britt, our landlord, who made a cameo here a couple weeks ago, so I'm, I'm sure Britt wouldn't have a problem with it. John Ohm. Ohm says, Rod, what's up for the weekend? Um, trying to decide which football game to go to, and I appreciate you asking that because there's Cardinal Gibbons uh, High School, which they were talking about on the radio down here today. Cardinal Gibbons High School, Matt DeBuck, the CFL alum, look it up, is their head coach, number 32-ranked team in America, American high school football. They're home tonight, but I don't think I'll go. I went last Friday. Probably just going to stay home tonight and watch the Alouettes and BC Lions. Probably a little Netflix. Saturday, probably go for a drive, maybe a walk, and going to go to the Florida Atlantic University Owls against Southeast Louisiana University because the stadium is walking distance from me and Boca Raton. And then on Sunday, I still have not yet decided yet if I'm going to take in the New England Patriots and Miami Dolphins. My guess is probably. Probably. You have to understand, it's no different than you people. Or maybe not. I don't know how far you live from McMahon Stadium, but it's an all-day thing. It's an all-day thing. Last Dolphins game I went to three weeks ago, I went last minute of play in the RP show this week. I went three hours early to the game, and I needed all of that to figure out (laughs) what parking lot I was in, and it took that long to get to the game. Now, I got into the suite 90 minutes before kickoff, so I probably didn't need all that time, but I'm not sure I want to burn a day going to the National Football League when I could just watch it on television. And I'm waiting to hear from the Dolphins. You're asking about golf. There will not be any golf. There won't be any golf for me. So thank you to our guests today, Cynthia Freeland.
from NFL Network, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, and the great Troy Weber, the inventor of the banjo bowl. This is kind of felt like a rocking it old school type show today because of a lot of CFL talk. It was amazing. We are the CFL's number one podcast, so thank you for that. Enjoy the ball, everybody, and we'll see you Monday at noon Eastern here on the old RP. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.